to another episode of the Four Different Soccer Podcast. Soccer Podcast for us, by us. Talk about intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Grego here. I got a, a nice little crew with me tonight. With me tonight is my man, man, Devin the Dude. What's good, bro? What's going on, man? Hey, mid-season, prime time. Let's go get it. Man, like, yo, we've been missing you on the show, man. Like, like the, the spirit is, is working you, bro. They working you good. Hey, look, man, back at it tomorrow night. Another game Saturday. All, all he could do was just shake his head like Hashtag that. come to games, y'all. Let's go get it. Also, y'all doing the um, USA-Mexico game? Um, no, we got uh, Challenge Cup, man. Start of the Challenge Cup. Let's go get it. Like, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Like, man, dog. Like, it's interesting that the Challenge Cup is, like, after the season starts. But, hey, I ain't judging. Hey, like like, like the man said, go, go to games. Come to games. Holler him for tickets, man. Like, like, he got what you need. So, there we go. I was just going to say, I appreciate the Champions League format of everything this year, kind of. So, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you'll love it next year. Be like, hey, like we in, like we in here, we in here. But uh, yes, also with us this week is straight from three hundred five. Is our main man from Dreaming of Freedom and the Black Herons, Professor Jermaine. What's going on with you, bro? What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? Happy to be here. Uh, yeah, excited to you know chop it up with y'all and uh, see what's going on in the international scene. Cool, cool, cool. And last but not least, you know, my chocolate brother, man, like, like suddenly he's got time for for for, for, for the team. Like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm so happy that sound like grad school is about this close to be to being done for the for the for the semester for the school year. Man, fuck that shit, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Don't bleep that out. Tell tell about you really feel, Yogi. Like, like I mean, like has has it been that kind of year, man? Has it had had, had they been stressing you out, man? Bro, I've thought about selling drugs like six times already this semester. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, I know I ain't made out to be big beats and no shit. So I'm like, all right, let me write this. Nah, you be like, uh, you be like little Kevin, man. With like, like they, oh, bro, they I would have stitched on everybody. Everybody would have gone down. <laughs> oh no. Cops would have to interrogate me. Him, him, and him. They dropping it off on 6th Street at 7 o'clock. You better hurry up and get there. Go to the fried chicken place. Go behind the cat. I, I was listening to everybody, bro. Right, don't mention my name. Like we, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a been a good good week. Uh, had the uh, weekend episode that just dropped uh, with uh, me and me, Mark. We had to. We had to get some stuff off our chest because, uh, of course, last week, both in the European game and as well as well with MLS, it's, it seems like people like, you know, we keep having to reset the, the clock, you know, every couple of days lately. It's like if, if Italy ain't fucking up, we're fucking up. And I'm like, dog, like, can't, can't, like, is, is a submarine, is, is it the change of the season? Like, you know, you get this, you get the, the sundresses and the, and the, and the leggings come out and all of a sudden you start going buck wild and shit. Like, it's, 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 it's not cool what's, what's going on right, right, right here. And, um, it's, uh, it's something that, yeah, we definitely had to, to get up on that. And, um, and I, and I, I did, I want to, go back too much on it but I, I did want to get at least y'all's perspective on the on the conversation between uh, 
Thierry Henry and Michael Richards and Alexander uh, Del Piero on the Champions League uh, post game last week. It's like they 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 gave them some time last week to, to, to go into it and um like it was some real shit. I'll go first. I'll, I'll, I'll pretty much probably say the same thing that I think, or maybe different. Um, I'm kind of tired of hearing black people being the ones to talk about racism and what needs to be done about it. Like, it's not on us to fix it. We're not the ones out there. Like, let me be very freaking honest. You have never heard a black player call another white player cracker on the field. Just have you ain't mm. heard them call him tapioca. You ain't heard them call him white sauce. You ain't heard them call him ghost or caster. It ain't on us. Like, stop making black people be the voices of what needs to be fixed. Like, Del Piero could have talked about it. He didn't. You know, Jamie Carragher, he, he there for every other segment. He always there to front with Kate, uh, Kate on the show, but he ain't there to talk about racism. Mm-hmm. You know, just like they had Andrew um, um, Shishenko on the show today. He couldn't get there yeah. last week to talk about racism. Like, and these are people that are played in Italy outside of character, you know, but it's just mm-hmm. like anytime something happens, they're going to get a black person. And I'm not saying like it's some, it's some coon stuff or anything like that. It's just that is always the play to make us the voice, to make us give the reasons, to justify their guiltiness, and then they get swept under the rug. Then you get another incident that happened, and they find another black person. Like at some point, you have to get to we have to get to a place where, and just me, I'm tired of hearing white people say. Well, my voice doesn't matter. I don't know what to say. No, you know what to say. You know what to say because you're the, y'all. Y'all are the ones in charge, right? Because you know, not having the ones in charge. But like, if something was to happen to your kid, you gonna speak up. If something happens to your yep. homegirl, you gonna speak up. Like, speak up now. If I'm so much of your friend and you care so much about my life, if Black Lives truly matter to you, and if you an ally and all this other stuff, this Black is how we need you to speak up. Black like, square. I have, I have a you, black square. The time for you to speak up isn't when everything is calm, cool, and collected. No, the time for you to speak up is when shit hit the fan. Because I'm tired of speaking up. I'm tired of tweeting about it, talking about it in the echo chamber. I'm tired of having people like tactical manager hit me up and say, oh, can you provide me with a real r- reason and not a made up one of casual racism? Wow. Oh, wow. Like, I'm tired of that. That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I know I probably want to lie on but it, it just, it's the truth of it, man. No, no. Like, like I said, it, it was something that had been sitting in my spirit for for over a week, and I was like, like I said, we, we missed doing the um, the uh, midweek episode last week, and I was like, nah, like we we can't let that one slide by and and not speak on it. And but yeah, man. Um, what 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 you got, Jermaine? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Yogi, Yogi articulated that pretty well. Um, I think one thing that I noticed is that. Uh, you know, and like there were videos of this circulating, like right after all of this was happening. But uh, like Jamie Carragher, like his uh, his like comments on Leal, right, of Milan, like mm-hmm. his, the whole pace and power narrative around Leal, and so like there's 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 always so much focus on like the the spectacular incidents of racism, right? Like the fans call, you know, like the monkey chants and all these things. But it's like it's those everyday 
it's those everyday acts of like racism that that the commentators themselves don't even realize they're participating in right and so like when he goes in and just like doubles down on this whole pace and power narrative that i feel like most people agree universally that like, okay we know like you get it like we get it you're talking about black people when you talk about pace and power like it almost feels like it's just like a lazy it's a dog like a lazy that, reporting right it's just like okay it's, well it's here's lazy. a black person i'm gonna just yeah it's just lazy, lazy. i'm gonna just, just say pace right. and power like he's fast and and he's best when he's not when he doesn't have to think you know it's just like it's like those little everyday instances of racism that just get brushed under the rug so we can focus on these spectacular, you know, moments. It's like, oh, like this the racism is so embedded in this game and it's so embedded in the culture that even, you know, like even in the aftermath of racist incidents, <laughs> the commentators themselves, even white, you know, white commentators themselves, to be specific, are still participating in these uh, in these very harmful, in these very harmful narratives. And so that's that for me is what's annoying. It's like there's always so much focus on like the fans and kicking you know like you know we, we have to kick racism out of football it's like kick it where you know what i'm saying like why are we trying to like you know like, we need to eliminate it in all segments of society it's not about kicking it out of the game right it's it's so it's just i, I feel like it's just at, at the, at the bank right. is cool that's right. make it cool, like, right. Right. <laughs> like just right. not a football. But hey, go, go ahead do it at the bank so you of can't course. get no loans and shit. Like, yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, so it's yeah, so it's uh, frustrating on uh, on a lot of different levels, you know. You got any uh, le- uh, final words on this, Devin? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> both uh, Yogi and Jermaine made two amazing points, and I mean, it's just. You know, it's a it's a lot of the same of, of nothing, right? Something's gonna happen again next week, uh, tomorrow, something like that. And again, you know, uh, they're gonna ship Thierry Henry. They're gonna ship Michael Richards out, and they can talk and scream and get angry till they're blue in the face. But but what? Who's truly doing anything? What what's truly gonna change? You know, again, like I think Yogi made a great point. I'm tired of. Uh, uh, of black people being the the forefront of all this stuff, like of course we're angry, but y'all clearly aren't listening. So what you know? So what's going to change? You know, we can sit here and scream, but clearly it's falling on deaf ears. And you know, again, it's just we're resetting the counter once again. And you know, it's just you know, it's it's getting old and tired. And you know, thoughts and prayers, T's and P's, so on and so forth. It, it's getting old, and it, it clearly. It's the the wrong people are are not listening, or you know what I'm saying. The right the people that should be listening are are the ones that are. So I got one last tired of it. Oh, my fault. I got one last one. We can move on from it. But CBS has the rights to Italian soccer, right? Mm-hmm. And we know doing Champions League, Europa League, they love to bring out the Italian guys, right? Because on one side of the Champions League bracket, you got it's all Italy, like three fourths of it is mm-hmm. Italy. We got the potential yeah. having a Milan derby, right? If this this incident racism happened in their league, and we had this whole conversation, why we ain't heard from the guys that cover the Italian league? Th- those are the people that should be talking about because it it's their league. Like racism happening to us, you know. But we gotta bring out Terry on Reed, Michael Richards, you know, Aaron West out here to talk about it and you know make it seem like we're doing something about it. But the people who cover this league 
to cover these fans and know this league better than anyone else in this world. We ain't hear nothing from them. But you want me to believe that racism is just, you know, it's just all sportsmanship. It's okay to do monkey chants because it's part of the culture. I'll say something that that we, we, we've been sitting on this pod for quite some time. Italy, learn some of your mama jokes. There's there's a lot there's a lot of middle ground between the banter that you want to do and racism. So much middle ground. Learn Bro, your no mama jokes. No one has talked jokes. them the jokes that can get your ass whooped. Like, like that's that's who Italy is at this point. Italy is that privileged kid that came to the hood and was like, "So y'all just gonna beat me up because I can't say this?" Like, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Like learn, learn, learn some jokes. Learn, learn some shit that, that you know. Like we're good for a good roast. We're good for that. In any day of the week, but and, but still come correct. Again, you know, all the kneeling and and patches and banners. I'm like, dog. Like at, at some point, you should be like, you know what? Um, I'm I'm good here. What, what you got? So drink? I mean, I'm 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 like constantly thinking about like what. What is a, an appropriate like punishment? You know, I'm, and I'm interested to know like what y'all think about like what would be an appropriate punishment, right? We've, I mean, I have some ideas, but I'm just, I, I want, you know, yeah, I just want to hear like what y'all, what y'all are thinking. Put yours out, there, brother. What's what you got? What, what's appropriate versus what they'll actually do? Because I mean, like right. we just saw what happened um, uh, this past week with uh, uh, Dante Vanster. We talked about that during um, the uh, weekend episode where he only got six games. I mean. Honestly, ideally, I would say no less than 20 games. That's basically half mm-hmm. the season. Now, as far as what they'll actually do, like I said, like you saw what MLS did. They did six games. Like I, I'm pretty sure over in Europe, they'd probably be like even less. They'd probably be like, they just treat like like a red card. Be like, okay, we gave you like three games. And, you know, you you, you keep you can keep pushing. Like, like I said, you want to send a message? Have have to see that that would that would send a message real quick. I'm thinking them fools need to start doing point reductions, straight up, you know, relegations, now, getting suspended now, from tournament play, like the same way they be treating financial fair play and all that nonsense, bro. That's how they need yeah. to treat you know. That's how they need to treat racism. Yeah, there's, 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 definitely an avenue there. like right. <laughs> there's definitely an avenue there where like yeah it, it it would obviously have the role from going from the player who who did the offense and roll it towards the the team itself and, and having them fun punish whether it be like I said points deduction playing um um to uh empty stadium games um obviously fines uh, shit like that like I said like it, it could easily be Something that escalates to where, yeah, like this something that you sh- you should be doing. Be you should be more proactive in in erasing and and getting people to just know how to fucking behave. But again, like like I said, we only do it marginally well. I I don't expect you know most countries in, in Europe to do much of shit, but because. That, that that's just you know how things are over there. Like the ones who actually might be right are the, are the leagues that nobody's really watching like that. So there we go. But yeah, uh, 
like I, I wanted to make sure we got that collection. Like I, I, I wanted to get uh, shout out to me and Mark for the conversation on the weekend episode, and I definitely wanted to get you guys as um, insight on that. We actually do have uh, some stuff to talk about um, that's not as racially tense. We got uh, some good Champions League talk, Champions League action to talk about. We are we're in the second leg of the uh, Champions League, and uh, we also got um, uh, some some really some crazy drama with uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona, which. You would think that there's there's always shit there, but then I saw something that came out uh, from Real Madrid's Twitter today. And I was like, oh, well, we just go, just going violence today, and and clearly they, they chose violence once again on Chelsea. Poor Frank Lampard, like that dude can can. It seems like it was uh, only uh, yesterday. Uh, take that poor out. This is Frank. <laughs> this is him. <laughs> this is it him. It seemed like only yesterday that. He had a pretty good Chelsea team. I think they finished fourth uh, in, in the league. And then their old owner, Abramovich, said, you know what? We need to start spending some more because this isn't good enough. And this fuck that. And like this, that's that was the beginning of the end. Like he was he like he was better off when U.S. agent was was damn near his best player. <laughs> Man, I'm going to say this because I'm loving the fact that Frank is sucking. And it stupefies me the fact that this man got a job while Patrice Everett is sitting over there twiddling his thumbs. Facts. But what I will say is this the thing that kills mm-hmm. Frank is the thing that made Frank so amazing. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. He cannot, as great as Frank is, I think all four of us agree Frank's weakest aspect when it comes to tactically making a plan. Is attacking. Mm. If you take out the one year at Derby where he had arguably better top end talent than the rest of the league, think about it. Like his first couple yeah. years at Chelsea, struggled offensively. Got to Everton, struggled offensively. This team struggled offensively. That that, that first full year at Chelsea when, like I said, he had Tammy Abraham as his main striker. Like, of course, this was like back when they had their uh, transfer ban. I think that went for like uh, like at least a year, if not 18 months. And that squad was hungry. That squad was like, that squad was young and, and pushing. And then, like I said, once that transfer ban got, got lifted, Abramovich uh, said, "Hey, we go, we gonna we gonna shake things up and fuck things up." They ended up going after um, Timo Werner, uh, uh, Zayic, and I'm like, "Dog, like you don't see what you have right here, and you know that's actually cooking, and you want to go ahead and just disrupt all that." I mean, granted, once they got Lampard out the paint and they put Tuchel in, he he made it work as far as him winning the Champions League. But I think that if you would let that what if you had let what Lampard was building that first year actually cook, you probably wouldn't be in a spot where you are now, where it's like everything is just all over the place. Now, to your point, Yogi, now, for those of y'all that don't know, of course, Lampard's a Chelsea legend, uh, but also his um, his cousins are, his uncle is um, uh, Harry Redknapp. He's a you know, well-known English manager, 
you know, been all, all over the place in, um, in England. His um, his cousin is Jaden Redknapp, uh, former Liverpool player, um, and he's a pundit for uh, Sky Sports. So, like, at least the idea is that it's in his blood that he might that he might be a good coach. And you know what? He actually might have been so, but if they if they hadn't rushed him so quickly, I mean, you can't go from uh, from Derby where you did not win anything to Chelsea. You can when you white. Fair enough. <laughs> it's in his blood. It's in but, his blood. Um, right. It might. It might have been nepotism wins. It might have been. I mean, it, but I, that's why I was comparing the Borhall trip. I'm like, you might have been a, a good coach, but you got pushed into a spot that you were not ready for. Listen, no, listen, he's not the Borhalter. You know who Frank Lampard is? Who Frank Lampard is? Goddamn Luke Walton. That's who he is. <sighs> Ooh, he's blooded. That's, that's cold blooded. That's perfect. But I mean, yeah. But I, but I get it. Though. Yeah, it makes sense. But you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because like, because Luke, well, okay. Now you got me thinking about it. Okay, think about it. Luke wasn't supposed to get that Lakers job. But he got we that. But he got that, he got job, that job because, because of what he did at Golden State. Yeah. Think about all the jobs he got after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Why that last name? Yeah, yeah. And also, what was his dad do there at the time? Calling games for TNT. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I I, I thought I had a, a good kind of argument, and I don't. <laughs> mm, yeah, but uh, but here we are. They uh, we have finished the first day of the uh, second leg. We got um, uh, Chelsea, who went down to Real Madrid on goals, and also they lost uh, Tuesday one nil. The goal from Rodrigo. So again, uh, this is now. Lampard's fourth game, where since he's uh, taken over as caretaker, I think it's safe to say he ain't he ain't keeping this job. He ain't Ollie. I mean, but like 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 has he has he got has he dropped down so low that basically because he's a because he's Chelsea, uh, there's like hey, go ahead just do this job real quick. You know, you won't you won't get the job, but you know at least you do something for, for as a loyal servant of the club. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And I mean, they are, I'm pretty sure they told him from the jump, like, no matter what you do, like, this, you will be gone next year. So you could win the Champions League. You're like, you know what? Nah, we good. We good. (laughs) The thing is, man, like, he's doing the same mistake Jose Mourinho did when Jose went to Man United and then Spurs. Mm -hmm. Like, he should have just took a sabbatical. Yeah. yeah, You're, there's no win for you in this situation. You go to Chelsea for what three and uh, three months. No matter what you do, you're a sitting duck. Like you're not getting this job, and no job, no other team is going to look to hire you because they're like, well, he's damaged goods. How good of a manager could he really be if Chelsea is not going to extend him past three months? And you like. First of all, I don't give him any sympathy because he was dumb to take his job anyway because of the fact of, I'm sorry to call him dumb, but it was dumb to take <laughs> his job anyway because there's no way how you were fixing this Chelsea squad without a transfer window. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I, that's why, like, the our, the episode that we had a couple weeks ago with uh, TK and Sills, we talked about that. Like, the guys who probably would want to come to Chelsea, they're not doing that shit. Where I was like, hey, like, they, they got egos. They're like, hey. Y'all ain't putting this thing on me. Y'all, like, that's just not happening. And and they're basically, and he's basically proving why. It's like, you have a bunch of talent, but 
like it's all over the place and you have no real organization and this is just a mess you know that that was inevitable it was it was already it was already a train wreck before you even got there uh, to be honest I'm just tired of this mediocre and I mean look I'm a professor of race and African American history so that's that's at the forefront <clears throat> excuse me that's at the forefront of how I think so I'm just tired of seeing this like mediocre whiteness especially at Chelsea right like Grand Potter like I don't think he ever should have got that job like it just it just seems like a mess it just it just seems like a mess and I'd be like I mean, to, I mean, yo, I mean, to be honest, bro, like he probably will get another job after this, just because of his name, just because of that that white privilege that seems to circulate. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah, no, he it's will. just annoying. It's just annoying. So I'm not gonna lie, I would defend Graham Potter, but the but Chelsea I think job deserved the job. The Chelsea job. I, this is what I will say though. I do, I do, because he did he did an amazing job with Brighton. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get what he did with Brighton. True. But Chelsea ain't Brighton though. But but <laughs> but. The thing that ruined him... No, 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 it's not. It's not. The thing that ruined that squad was this Chelsea team needed a rebuild that summer. Mm-hmm. So when Grand Partner went into the job and then Tom Bowley is like, oh, well, I got to make a bunch of splashes. Like, he goes out here and spends, what was it, $600 million in January yeah, transfer yeah. window? So now you got a coach who's already taking a squad that needs to already be been blowed up and then you're adding more volatile pieces onto that? Like it's like trying to build a house in tornado season. Listen, we can talk it, about we can talk about like it's not going to work. That's, that's a that's a sharp analogy. We man. can talk about the mediocrity of, of Todd Bowley as an owner, right? Like again, it, it, like it starts from the top, right? Just like yeah, okay, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not I'm not saying yeah, I, no, I agree with you. I'm not saying that Potter doesn't deserve any blame with this, but it, it's like sometimes you just get thrown into a shitty situation, and then he's the one that walks out of it's like. Oh, he's the bad guy. When you got guys like Frank Lampard and Todd Bowley out here just throwing tips out. I'm going to defend Potter for the soul. And I've said this before. You shouldn't have left the Ferrari to go to the Hootie, dog. You was, you was shining in the Ferrari, I mean, dog. You was shining. You was blinging in the Ferrari. Yeah. And they he, was he, like, here, he dog. Thought, he thought Chelsea was, was, was the it. Ferrari. He, he, he got his Ferrari. I'm, I'm going to get this bag. They put yeah. my man on the pedestal. He did. That, that's what happened. He got, he got two starry eyes. <laughs> like, it was like, because in his mind, it was take Chelsea, lead them for like two, three years, England open up after 2026, take England. Mm. He got too big. Too big headed, too fast. Because honestly, like, if you're Grand Potter, if you go back to, yeah, right? Like, if you're Grand Potter, if you go back to let's say when you took the job, September, October, October? Yeah. yeah, whatever that point is, I guarantee you, if you take because now this Brighton is about to qualify for Europe, I think they're like seven. If that's Grand Potter, and you take Brighton to Europe, mm. like his name gets exponentially bigger because now think about what jobs are open up now at the end of the season. Spurs, Chelsea probably going to be open. Um, who else? Everton. But, but that's a, like, but that's the I mean, thing though, because like um, the 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 problem there becomes okay. Like yeah, you you want to show your ambition, you want to you know step up to a bigger club, but then you got to look at what exactly that club situation is and see like hey, can I right. succeed here? Right. And sometimes you just you just have yeah. you have blind optimism when it comes to thinking that hey, I, I have the ideas, I have. 
you know, the the leadership uh, qualities to uh, make this work. But you, you you're not yeah. you're not splashing that realism on, o- over you and be like, hey, this shit's a mess right now. And yeah. like, and while having this job might look good on, on the resume and everything, it's also going to say like, hey, your ass got fired. With, like with with it within one season, yeah. and I don't and I don't and I don't think and, that's and, yeah, and I don't like, think that's Potter's on Potter. Right? I think that's Todd Bowley's just bad decision making, oh, right? Just definitely. just kind of yeah. just a, a kind of a misunderstanding of, of oh, what yeah, was 100%. needed. I mean, I do think to your point, Yogi, that that Potter got real big headed <laughs> real quick, right? I mean, I don't think I just don't think that's a, a a smart jump, right? I mean, yes, you did good at Brighton, but to jump to think that you can take over. Right, uh, a club of Chelsea's caliber. I, don't, I just didn't think that was the smartest move on his part, right? And and especially there are there, there he are needed, he needed an in between yep. step. He needed like a Leicester, yep, yep, or mm. for real, for real, like a Spurs. He need like he needed somewhere where it's, it's like not nearly as volatile. You go from Brian, like right, but like Brian's high point right now is Europa Conference League. Like mm-hmm. it, it's fin- it's almost like. Crystal Palace, like if we finish from tenth to eighth, it's like winning the goddamn Premier League yep. for us. You go to Leicester, where expectations of every three years we want you to compete for a cup, every two years we want you to try to get into Europe. I think that would have been like a better step. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But to him, he might have saw it as like, oh, this is a lateral right. move. Chelsea opening right. up. Let me try to go here. And I think they just spoke sweet numbers. Yeah, absolutely. To him. Like, I mean, they, they saw yeah. they saw him as the hot English coach, and and of course, if this was Roman, this would have never happened because he's like, what English coach? What? Are you serious? But no, like, so you're you're dealing with a new ownership, and they're saying like, okay, this is, you know, the person that's hot right now. We we can try to make it work with, you know, a domestic manager. Of course, mind you, not realizing that hey, it's still Chelsea. Like they, they thrive on volatility. They thrive on turnover. And and of course now more than pretty much any other time since two thousand four, they're like, Yeah, right now this shit's a mess. And if if they probably did throw some numbers at him and say, Oh, I, I I don't think I've seen that that much money before. That's just uh <laughs> Do you guys realize Chelsea is the only team in Champions League history to win the trophy? What they won it? Three times, Two. right? Two. I'm trying to remember. Two. They're the only team to win the Champions League twice with an interim manager. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're the only team. Oh man, that's and that's probably why Lampard part took said, "Hey, I could do it." No, you couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> like I, don't, I don't think anybody could. Like, because again, if, if they if they <laughs> could have those managers that actually won the job, you know, whether it be Conti, Nacklesman. They're going to wait till the offseason, bro, when they know they get clean right, out. Right, <sighs> Like, if, if they thought this was a salvageable season, uh, they would have taken the job. And they said, no, nah, like, we'll, 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 nah, we'll wait until July. Like, Grandpa is a tactical manager, bro. He needs years to build a team to what he wants. He's not a man manager like Pep, like Arteta, I mean, not Arteta, like Pell, well, he like does, he, that can walk in there and just he doesn't have, he doesn't have that resume like, that, this, that would this. make people shut up and be like, like, and listen to him. Like, like you need somebody, like you need that personality as the coach to be able to go in and handle a team like that, especially given where things are right now, where everything is all over the place. But, um, but yeah, like it, it's 
you know, I, I, I sit over here on the sidelines and, and, and take a lot of glee in, um, in their situation. But also uh, today uh, we had uh, AC Milan uh, uh, get a 1-0 win over Napoli. And um, they're back in their first semifinal since 2007, which happens to be like right around the time I, I, I really started getting to my current stage of soccer fandom. So like, I didn't realize it had been that that long since they had um, gotten that deep in Europe. Cause like, so I guess I, I caught like the back end of their run in the um, in the mid two thousands. Cause yeah, they used to be um, that squad. It seems like I, like fo- follow me here. Cause like the first half of the season. Um, their keeper uh, Mike Mignon was uh, was was out with injury, ended up missing the World Cup and everything. The moment he came back, it seemed like they have turned into some world beaters. Am I wrong? They beat the world beaters, so yeah. I mean, because <laughs> the way, because the way, because like the way, like I think they beat Napoli a couple weeks ago, four nil. Uh, they uh, they they won again today. I'm like, hey, like the way things are shaping. Uh, I I think, I think Milan might be the sleeper. Mm-hmm. They might be the sleeper to win this. I put some, I, I put he, some he, coins I, on I, it. I know, I know Real still Real. I know City's still out here waiting to choke. Oh man! And uh, <laughs> and um, but I think Milan got 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 some smoke ready for everybody. Bro, it's real That's, to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Yeah, that is true. It's it's, it's real. Like mm-hmm. so, someone gotta knock real off, mm-hmm. and until somebody knocks them off, it's to him. beat a man, you like, gotta beat the man. So, yeah, like it would be great. Like really, all I want to see is a Milan derby in the semifinal because I know that thing will be. I know we just. Dumped on Serie A, but let's all be real. Like that's probably going to be the most watched semifinal in a minute. I mean, th- those those who have at least the the perspective to remember when Italy was that was that country. Like before England, you know, started just having like buku money. Like it used to be Italy. It used to be like that was your spot that everybody you know, went to, like, whether it be Juventus, whether it be AC Milan, whether it be Inter Milan, uh, Roma, Parma, Sampdoria, Florentina. This is where people went. And, and like, there was a time, like, back in the late 90s and early 2000s where it's like, I think they were, like, in you had an Italian team, I think, in I want to say six out of eight uh, Champions League finals, like, they were in it. And and yeah. like they, and uh, up until I think it was 2017. Uh, I should know. They haven't won a Champions League since 2010 with Inter Milan, and um, of course uh, AC Milan has the most in Italy with seven. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, fun times. Of course, mind you, they uh, they just beat the team who's running away with Serie A in Napoli. I guess. Uh, it's, it's, it's not their year. Yeah, it, I feel like, um, it, which is a shame because like they've actually like they've had like a uh, an insanely dominant you know, year in the season. But 
didn't quite make yeah, it, bro. They've, they've been playing well this season, but I mean, I feel like the last, like, I think it's like one win in like the last five games for Napoli. So I feel like something is. Yeah, o- Oshiman's been, been, yeah. been hurt. Yeah. yeah, he just came right, back. Right, right, right. Yeah, he been hurt. Yeah, yeah. Oshiman been out. I think for this semifinal, uh, Kim was out. Mm, okay. Uh, another midfielder was out. Yeah, I I think with them, man, like it's a great. It's an all-around great year. I think the main focus now is just making sure to get the Serie A over the line. Gotcha, They'll gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I think that's the main thing for them now. But yeah, um, yeah. One last thing that, like, actually, like when I saw this this morning, I I I, I had to just kind of like rewrite the rundown because I was like, because I like we haven't talked about it a whole lot what's been going on in Spain, but like. Uh, Real Madrid decided to turn things up a notch today because so for those of you that don't know uh, Barcelona is uh, has been accused of paying off referees um, like going back some years like they doing like some straight Italian football shit like they, they say hey just take care of us we'll take care of you some shit like that and uh, Barcelona has um, their president Joan Laporta a few days back, they said this is basically a a, um, a hit job from Real Madrid because they're the team of the regime. Now, for those of y'all who don't know your history, uh, Real Madrid, they uh, they were privately and publicly supported by uh, the Spanish dictator um, uh, Generalissimo Franco for pretty much the entire time that he was uh, in power in Spain until he was deposed. So basically, like all the the original European Cup runs, um, all the Spanish dominance that they had in La, in La Liga, that's pretty much like basically funneled through by the government. Even like mo- most of, even today or in most of like the last twenty years under um, uh, the current president, I don't know why his name is, is escaping me right now, by uh, uh, Perez and. Uh, the money that they've been getting to finance a lot of their big moves, whether it been for Ronaldo, whether it been for Kaka, whether it been for Benzema, uh, Bale, it's like, hey, we need a little bit of money. We just call call the, the state bank up, be like, hey, hook us up real quick. You know, we got you. And that's basically been um, been their thing. But Real Madrid saw what ha- what um, what Laporta said and said, hey, why y'all bullshitting? Like, who? Who um who in the um regime blessed uh the stadium when it would open? Um, y'all 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 was there, y'all was there for Franco um then. Who got, who gave Franco medals um while he was in power? Barcelona, like they 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 just decided to just run off a cup a whole bunch of receipts just because it was a Tuesday and said oh. Y'all ain't y'all ain't got but we got receipts just like y'all do and y'all y'all in this dirt too. And it's it's the absolute funniest shit. All the while they still all trying to cry broke. Now I feel like this would be something that we are right up your alley, Jermaine. Like <laughs> this is like that like so this go this got this yeah. got historical layers going back yeah, decades. I mean the one thing that I first thought of uh when randomly <laughs> General Franco appeared on the on the internet waves uh, was actually, a, you know, a little bit of African-American history. Um, and that's, you know, of course, during the during this kind of pre-World War II, post-World War II moment 
um, where the world, I mean, it's kind of a war against democracy versus, uh, versus fascism, right? I mean, we see that in Germany with Hitler. We see that in mm-hmm. Italy with uh, Mussolini. Um, and of course, we see that in Spain with Franco. And uh, part of that, part of that struggle, part of that Spanish civil war, um, we saw the support of a brother named Paul Robeson, who was just like this incredible, you know, mm. uh, anti-fascist, anti-racist activist, uh, black activist in the states, and uh, he was very involved in supporting. Um, uh, the you know democratically elected government in Spain um, back in the 30s and 40s, and he was just very uh, he was just a very outspoken um, supporter of that movement um, and against fascism. So that's kind of like the first thing that came to my mind. Like, damn, like <laughs> why is Franco in the news? And you know, all of a sudden, start thinking about Paul Robeson and all this stuff. So uh, that's the first thing I thought of. But yeah, I mean, you know, this corruption is. I think, I think what's important is that this is not unique to Spain, right? It's not unique to Real Madrid or Barca. Um, we kind of see this kind of all over, right? We can see that in Argentina, you know, in, in uh, the earlier World Cups, right? I think it was like uh, 30, was it? No, it was, uh, Argentina was like 78, I think. So there were some, you know, um, mm-hmm. there were some uh, claims of corruption, uh, in the 78 World Cup, there was claims of corruption with Italy back in the 30s, I think the 34, the 38 World Cup. So there's, you know, this is this is nothing new to football. Um, but, you know, I thought I'd just drop a little black history, <laughs> random black history uh, fun facts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, like I said, like, it's, it's, it's already like bad enough because, I mean, Real and Barcelona, that 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 rivalry in itself, you know, it goes beyond just the rivalry on the pitch. It's political, um, as as was, what was shown on the day, like in and cultural as well. Because I mean, like you have uh, like even the, the current president of Barcelona, Joan Laporta, he's been a vocal advocate for uh, Catalonian uh, independence, where Barcelona is located. And yeah, like it's, it's definitely been something that you know it's been a, a point of contention for quite some bit, which is, it's kind of wild because, especially uh, this, we we happen to be coming up on the um, two year anniversary of the uh, of the announcement of the Super League, and I always go back to like at the end of the day, these two teams need each other because they've they've sapped up so much out of La Liga that there's really not much left and they they need to they need to get money elsewhere so that's why they were all gung-ho about the Super League and and this is uh like you can't have one without the other so like as much as they keep talking about you know trying to be independent I'm like you, you do realize that if y'all did that what ends up happening to La Liga because they'll be like, oh no, y'all can't be up here. Y'all, y'all ain't want to be part of it, part of us no more. So you got to start up your own Catalonian Premier League and figure things out on your own. So it's, it, the it's, ultimate it's one of those Batman and Joker relationship, you know? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely need each other. And it's, uh, it's, it's just absolutely comical at times. Like, as much as they try to say that they hate each other, it's like, nah, you need me. You complete so, me. So, so who's Batman? Who's Joker? I mean, right now, uh, uh, Real is, is Batman because they got they got they got the cup. 
<laughs> but uh, of course, conversely, Barcelona's about to leave, about to win La Liga this year. So again, the story keeps going. Raw rolls on. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's good to have you guys on here. Like I said, this has definitely been a spirited uh, conversation. I also want to give shout to uh, to Yogi and and the misses um, for being one of many good customers at ftcutd.shop.com. I already got got your stuff to design, man. Like it's like like it's, it's ready. So I just got to go get it uh, printed out. Bet. And um, yeah, man, I'm taking my wife to because um, my my wife is a Charlotte FC fan um, for reasons so that make no sense. But hey, we're, we're, we're not going to judge. Um, I mean, ain't nothing to judge. We suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing to judge. Um, so I'm taking her to Charlotte versus uh, DC United up in DC mm. uh, for her okay. birthday. So we can go see him in person. Yeah, we try to go to at least see the team three times a year. And she really wanted the purple kit, and instead of paying the one fifty for the same shirt, that's ninety bucks. <laughs> And I can save thirty bucks. No, the same so, like, so here's the deal. Because like we talked about this like back when the season started, and because like of course everybody knows by now, um, uh, Adidas suits up the entire uh, league, all, all the all the teams. And now, mind you, Adidas suits up many of the biggest teams in the world: Manchester United, Real Madrid, Juventus, Bayern Munich. Arsenal. Typically, when you We'll get to them in a minute. <laughs> um, but like, when you buy an authentic jersey that the Southern players wear, typically the replica jersey, you're not missing any details from the authentic to the replica. You move over here to MLS, you get the the authentic jersey that's like a smooth 160. And that's even before you get the uh, the hooking up the jersey with with uh, name and number and everything. But you get that replica jersey. It's missing this. It's missing that. You ain't got no star above your crest. You ain't got no no cute little jock. I tag. haven't heard a good reason why they do it. I, I haven't heard a good reason. I'm gonna tell you why because like no one because nobody buys because it pushes people to buy the authentic. Because they want, because everybody wants to wear what the players wear, and you was holding up that bio freeze. Yeah, man, the, the, the neck, man. Yeah, I know your joints hurt. You hold the yeah, shit. Man. Ain't nobody, t- ain't nobody tell me that, that this is part of getting old, man. Yeah, it's real. But uh, but yeah, man, like it's it's one of those things where like it makes no sense because I'm like, yo, like if 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 I can buy a Man United jersey and get damn near the same looking jersey as the authentic hey we all cool in the game you, I, I, I remember when St. Louis City dropped their, their first jersey and somebody did a side by side of the authentic versus the replica I was like this is a t-shirt nah bro the worst one I've ever seen is the Charlotte FC one from last mm-hmm. year the authentic is blue like it's it's blue mm-hmm. The replica is like a Tar Heel. Carolina blue. Blue. It's weird. Like, look at that. You're like, bro, they ain't the same jersey. No. Like, that look like something you get from the hood mall. (laughs) 
something you got from DH Gate. <laughs> right. Like, it looked like the hood story where it's like, all right, bro, I know you got a fake tag on that. Yeah, man. It, 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 it's, it's tough. And I'm like, and of course, MLS decided to to re-up for another six or eight years, whatever. They just dropped their their new Parley jerseys uh, today, which I could go on another rant on on that, too. Because I'm like, now, my, now we'll say, uh, Jermaine, it, it should put their foot into the presentation. Like, uh, 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 they, they, they did something specifically for Miami's that everybody else wasn't doing it. Like, cause the league just did like something like in the forest and shit. Y'all had like the sharks and in, in the, in the, on the chicken in the water and the sharks. And I was like, okay, okay. I see y'all. I see. Like I said, somebody at least put some thought into it. But yeah, like, I, like, I just have one, like one quick request. Take that template that everybody has and just do team colors. It, it like said, like, like right now, Miami doesn't have a white kit. Do a, do a cocaine white kit with, with white and black features. Like you here in Atlanta, you do like a red kit with, with gold uh, features kind of looking like, like an old diet Coke can, but Hey, it's, it'll still work. But this is uh, just my thing. Cause of course y'all know my, the way my brain works. I, I've been thinking of ideas all the time. And if you got ideas for your shit, holler at us at ftcutd.com forward slash shop. We'll get that shit happen, cracking for you. Get that sauce moving. We got what you need. So, with all that being said, let's hop up here and wrap this up with some two up and two down. Mr. Professor, what you got with us, man? All right, so um, two ups. Uh, first up, for sure, is we in the last week of school down here at FAU. So, uh, yep, yep, that's yep, a yep, blessing. Yep. Lord, that's a blessing. Uh, that's, that's the first up. Second <laughs> up is... Uh, Second up is City is up. City is up. City is up. And so uh, I know your boy. Uh, I know your boy in the bottom there, Devin. I know he's still lurking, but uh, <laughs> but City is uh, City's on the up. You know, so uh, <laughs> damn. I ain't lurking, dog. I'm I'm still on the top. Last I checked, ain't no lurking. You're right. You're right. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I mean, is, 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 the, is the game this week or next week? Next week. Yeah. Next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I okay. mean, it's just you know, it's just a okay. good time for okay. football. Might have to bring y'all back on. Hey, might have to bring hey. y'all back on. And um, you know, in the aftermath, and uh, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, nah, I mean, it's just um, yeah, it's just a fun time in the Premier League. You know, the table is just it's just going bananas right now. So it's just a good time to be a footy fan. Uh, of course, City's doing well in the Champions League, so we'll see how we. Uh, hopefully, we don't choke tomorrow. Uh, we're known to do that in the past, so. Hopefully we finish that off right. Um, and then the two downs. Uh, yeah, I got to finish these grades up. I got some quizzes I need to grade. Uh, like, I need to finish that by tomorrow. So I'm going to hop off this and get on those grades. And then, uh, unfortunately, I was planning on trying to get to the Women's World Cup this year. But then I just found out that my money runs out in June. And so, well, my my school money. I was, I was banking. I was going to use that school money to to get me out there to Australia, but that's expires in June. So that's the end of that. That's the end of those dreams. Uh, so I just found that out like yesterday and so that kind of crushed me, but it is what it is. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Devon. What's good with you, man? What you got? Yeah, man. Um, two up. Um, adversity to what Jermaine said, you know, he wants to talk about city. 
We don't talk about Arsenal, though. We are still in first place. All right? We still have a four-point lead right now. And we can make it a seven-point lead this weekend against relegation zone Southampton. Just just, just don't drop points, bro. Just don't drop points, bro. Hey, look, bro. Look. I know, man. Like, Look. Y'all expecting these 25-year-old and under to like, let's keep it, let's clarify, 25 and under year old people to not slip up? Like, I mean, look, Pep, let's let's talk about it, Pep. Who, you know, let's compare. <laughs> all right. So to expect perfection is, you know, that's that's a little unrealistic, even for an Arsenal fan right now. But well, I mean, but West Ham though. It's still a London Derby. Last I checked, that was still a London Derby. Was it not? Was it not? I guess. I guess. All right. So, are you? Is, is United talking trash when they beat City? Hey, 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 sir. Hey, see, this that shit y'all do every goddamn time. Ain't no one missing United at all. <laughs> did y'all? Did y'all beat City or not? You could have talked Did y'all beat City or not? No, we haven't. You know why? Y'all didn't beat City earlier this year? We were earlier this year. No. I'm pretty sure y'all did. No, we did beat City. We did. No, we haven't. Hang on, player. Hang on. Let's get our Googles. I swear we haven't beaten City. Because, yeah, I think we got at least one up this year. I know y'all did. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We did. We, uh, We won in January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't so, know. I don't know how we so got talking about. The, I don't know how we got talking about the Manchester Derby. I, I thought you were talking about Arsenal, hey. bro. Like, what happened? We talking about a London know, Derby. The, the, the we flag, talking about the, the a London Derby. Magisterial. We talking about a London <laughs> Derby, dog. Yeah. Okay, but Dev, you're talking about London between Arsenal and West Ham. That's like United fans being like, you know what? We want a Manchester United Derby against. <laughs> when Everton beats Liverpool, like dog, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm just God. saying, we, you know, like it happens. Yeah, it no, happens. No, 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 no. These no, things no, slip you, up. No. Yeah, we, that's fine. That happens. Your analogy is just bad. A derby, <laughs> a derby to a derby. No, 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 no. You're comparing like y'all third or fourth tier derby to like United's second or first tier derby. Like that analogy doesn't work. <laughs> All I'm saying. It's like man, United fans being like, you know what, man. We had a tough Manchester United derby against Burnley, man. It was tough. Vince Company and the boys came out. A derby is a derby. At the end of the day, you don't know. It is, but that's not the derby to talk about. Look, man. Uh, It's like it's like it's like saying as I talk about uh, Arsenal versus Fulham. Listen, 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 this is Dennis, two ups. Let let the man have his two ups. I know. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, we are still four points clear. Nobody, nobody said we were, we were going to be perfect. I wasn't expecting perfection. I, I honestly knew we were going to uh, tie at Anfield. It would have been, it would have been, you know, the bread on the, the butter on the bread if we came out with uh, three points. And so it, it is what it is. We got Southampton this weekend. We're gonna bounce back, and then we go into the Etihad, and we're gonna make history. It is what it is, dog. I'm not even. I'm not stressing. I'm not worried. Nobody else is worried. It's not panic time. It is not panic time. So I'm not. I'm not panicking. I know a lot of Arsenal fans aren't panicking either. So neither am I. <clears throat> 
Number one. The, 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 they're literally the, the 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 dog in the room with in the flames. Like, like this is fine. <laughs> we like we like where we are. We got so, yeah. two draws and, and, and we're panicking. We got two draws. I mean, we haven't lost. No, we are still uh, unbeaten no in nine panicking. games. Like yeah. we haven't lost. What's there to panic about? <laughs> Nothing. That's the media saying. Yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all are doing fine. I'm Everything's good. fine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> we just need to work on your analogies of a fourth tier London derby. Heard that to make it tight in the city. All uh, I'm saying, man. What, what, we good what over else, here. What else you got? First place. What else you got, David? For another two months. So let's uh, let's clear that up. Uh, number two on a more. Uh, no, one or more. Let's let's bring it in. Um, but the daughter, she turned six months this week. Very excited about it. Can't can't believe it. It's been six months already. Six months has literally flown by. She's so big. She's growing teeth. It, it's 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 all oh. the things, man. All the things. So just a very uh, surreal realization coming into this like it's been six months I've you know even though this is kid number two just the fact that I've kept the child alive uh, for six months this much you know this long already and it's been crazy to uh, realize it's been a crazy journey so um, really excited about that can't wait to you know just continue to see her growth and uh, World Cup 2048 still uploading <laughs> uh, so those are my two ups. Two, uh, I only really got one down. I can't think of nothing else. But hey, like you said, man, uh, we're mid season right now. Spirit, we're going. I am tired, dog. <laughs> We've only been. We haven't even had two home games. Second home game is this weekend. But just so much going on and. Just ready for. I'm ready for. I don't even want to say the World Cup because the season's still going, so we don't even get a break there. But just need a little rest and reset. Oh, I don't know when it's coming. They're not stopping during the World Cup, no, sir. Jesus, no, sir. All, all the top players gonna be gone. So, we, like, who, who, who gonna watch on TV? We like, who, who gonna watch on TV? We gonna watch whoever <laughs> didn't get picked for the roster win the MVP. Like, it's what happened the past two times. So. That's hilarious. So it's so true, indeed. So just trying to find some, get all the rest that I can in between everything going on. But we're gonna make it happen. But you know, we still gonna make things shake around here. So that's all I got. Yo, Jesus! Gonna make it simple. Gonna make it quick. One, stop asking black people to talk about racism. Do your fucking job, white people. You want to control everything else, do this part. Two, up the ruse. Three, fuck Greg. <laughs> Four, support local media. We do our jobs. Stop trying to say we're professionals. Just because we don't talk, we don't write, we don't look like you. You got a problem with it? Fight me. My at name is Yogi McLovin. You got a problem with it? Pay my bills. Then we could talk. That's it. Yeah, we definitely spoke on that one um, uh, over the weekend as well. Because yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, that one. That that one definitely struck a nerve last week, and I couldn't quite put my 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 words into it on the socials. I was like, I, I needed to speak out on that one. So yeah, that, um, yeah. Um, 
I really don't have have anything. Um, like I said, I, I I was hoping to save some for this for this episode, but I mean, uh, the the biggest thing that I that I have, of course, I, I actually went up to Charlotte this past weekend. I didn't go to the game because yo, Charlotte, we got we got to talk about these these ticket prices, man. Like y'all y'all like y'all could have the world up there in North Carolina if these ticket prices were so damn crazy, and. And um, you know, like I, 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 as someone who's from North Carolina and, and knows very well about the the passion for soccer in, in the state of North Carolina, I'm like, y'all could pack up that spot infinitely if the ticket prices were better, and or if not have your own stadium um, already locked locked in because there's that many um, fans up there. But hey. Y'all do what you do, you know. Uh, I, I saw everybody like leave leaving from the from the game Saturday night. Um, oh yeah, that's another thing. Um, Georgia, Atlanta, we, we need weed trucks. We need weed trucks. That's all I'm but um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Again, whether like we're we're here for a reason, and we're and we're here because the the opportunities. Um, and the platform wasn't there, so we had to create one. And you know, I'm I'm proud of shit as far as you know our, our guys and, and, our, and our sisters and our, and our whole team, and and the people who are who are on a team who are also pushing. You know, you know people like uh like Diaspora United, like they're they're doing the good work as well. You know, uh, whether it be from the supporter side, whether it be from the podcast side. You know, like we're we're out here to to establish ourselves in in a way that really hadn't been done before, and and that's something that's absolutely necessary because you know what whether people realize it or not, we're, we we're driving the culture here in this country as well as also in in Europe. So you know, we we, we out here try, we out here making our own table in, in the words of of Tyler Perry, but. Yeah, that's all I got for this for this week. Again, thanks to Yogi, Professor Jermaine, Devin Dude. Make sure you follow the whole team. Walking 90, Can I Kick It, Dreaming of Freedom, Shea Butter FC, Two Cents FC. Follow all of us on, on the socials. Make sure you follow it at us during the week on, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at FTC. UTD. And also FTC UTD Pod on TikTok. You know, one of these days Yogi will 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 enjoy Instagram, but you know, until then, you know, it's all good. So just catch him on on, on Twitter. You know, you, you got to smoke for you there. But until I'm tired. <laughs> until uh, next week again. Um, we we would cover we'll cover USA Mexico on on the weekend episode because. For some reason, they thought ten o'clock was a good time to start a game. So, we'll we'll talk about that stuff then. Coaches real, coaches everywhere. Time to pop, pop them and leave. We'll see y'all soon, and we out. F T C U T D.